Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Today's episode is called Get Comfortable with the Uncomfortable. Emotions are incredibly powerful. They're the biggest driver of action in our lives. And learning how to sit with uncomfortable emotions is not an easy thing. I know this is something that I've definitely struggled with in my own life, which is why I'm bringing this up and talking about it today. Marcus Aurelius said, It is our own opinions that disturb us. Take away these opinions and resolve to dismiss your judgment about an act as if it were something grievous and your anger is gone. Now, over the centuries, the term Stoic has evolved from the original meaning of somebody who follows the philosophy of Stoicism to someone who does not show emotions. I mean, when you look up the definition of Stoic in the dictionary, it says, not affected by or showing passion or feeling, firmly restraining response to pain or distress. Now, Stoics are not emotionless automatons. I mean, all humans feel emotions. Reading meditations, you see that Marcus Aurelius seems very far from being cold and emotionless. He even said, If you do everything as if it were the last thing you were doing in life, and stop being aimless, stop letting your emotions override what your mind tells you, stop being hypocritical, self-centered, irritable. That to me does not sound like somebody who is cold and emotionless. Practicing Stoicism is not about repressing emotions. It is not about pretending you feel nothing. It is about understanding how your mind works so that you can use it to benefit yourself and those around you. It's about finding balance and equanimity. It's recognizing that you have control over what you think, feel, and do. And if you are swayed by every little thing that other people say or frustrated by outside events, then you're going to be at the whims of your emotions, and others will easily control and manipulate you. So why do people still equate being stoic with being emotionless? I think it's because anyone that follows the tenets of Stoicism understands that emotions are like the weather. They come and go, they're in a constant state of flux, and because they understand this, Stoics know that if you sit with uncomfortable emotions for a while, they'll eventually change and they'll pass. Whenever you have a thought, you create an emotional state. Some are subtle and others can be very powerful. 
But every single emotion starts from a thought. And it could be a very conscious thought that you are actively choosing to think about. It could also be a non-conscious background thought that you aren't particularly aware of. As Brooke Castillo, one of my favorite life coaches, says, no one can make you feel anything without your permission. For example, when we're offended by somebody, it says more about us than it does about the other person. The thoughts that create the emotion are your own. They are not someone else's. If you are offended, it's because you chose to be offended. Your mind creates every emotion that you have. And if you are the one creating your emotions, well, you also have the power to change your emotional state. By processing those difficult emotions, you're taking responsibility for your emotions. You recognize that you cause those emotions, and you do not blame them on other people or events. Another reason that people think of being stoic as being emotionless is that a stoic reaction is being compared to how other people might react in the same situation. And the person making the adjustment has their own idea of how somebody should respond. Because a stoic does not react how they think someone should, it seems very strange to them. It also means that it is someone else's opinion. And as we all know, that is something we don't have any control over. When we learn to be comfortable with uncomfortable emotions, we also do not take on other people's emotions. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when someone is angry or frustrated with us, they may try to use those emotions to control or manipulate us. And we may feel that it's up to us to change in order to manage their emotions. It's not. Their emotions are theirs to deal with. It's not up to us to manage their emotional state. And when we can learn to separate ourselves from someone else's frustration or anger, we can act in a way that is calm and wise. We don't let others control us. So let's think up, let's look at some more examples here. So if somebody said something rude or offensive to you, is what they said intrinsically offensive? Like if somebody said that you looked like a warthog, would that offend you? I mean, it's only offensive because of your judgment. It's only offensive because of the meaning that you give it. I mean, maybe you think warthogs are awesome and fierce, and so you might take it as a compliment. Now, let's take another example. Say that you're feeling down and sad about something. You feel that emotional distress. You may feel depressed. And if somebody comes along and says something that totally makes you laugh, suddenly your mood has shifted. And while the feeling may not have completely gone away, the intensity has certainly lessened. And all that happened is your mind shifted what it was focused on. The power that those thoughts had over your mind just moments before begins to fade. Succumbing to your emotional reactions can be a detriment to the task you are trying to accomplish. I remember seeing a news report after a particularly devastating earthquake in Haiti. And some of the aid workers were really disturbed by the devastation. And they felt overwhelmed with shock and sadness. And while this is a natural feeling, getting stuck in that kind of sadness made them far less effective than if they recognized that they were making the tragedy all about them, rather than the people that they were there to serve. If they had taken the time to recognize which things are not in their control, and had focused instead on what they could control, they would have been much more effective. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't feel what they felt. We all feel these things, and that's okay. And having empathy and compassion for others is part of what makes us human. But 
we need to be conscientious of how those uncomfortable emotions affect us and how they impact what we're doing. And when we can learn to sit with those emotions and find better ways to process them, then it helps you and it helps those around you in the long run. I think the most important tool in being able to sit with uncomfortable emotions is that we need to identify what we're feeling and why we're feeling it. Are we angry? Are we afraid? Are we ashamed? Why? Often the reason that we feel uncomfortable is that there's truth in what somebody said. Maybe we're insecure about something. Maybe we acted in a way that we're not proud of and we don't want to own up to it. Maybe there is some true injustice happening and that feeling is a signal for us to step up and take some action. To be stoic is to be striving to be a better person and be willing to stretch yourself when things are hard. It is being willing to develop strength in areas that others won't. It means developing the mental fortitude to recognize how your emotions are impacting your thinking. And it is incumbent upon us to find healthier ways to process those emotions. And maybe that means you go out for a run or a walk when you're angry. Maybe it means that you give yourself some time just to vent to a friend or even just to vent out loud. Remember, emotions are just a sensation in your body. And barring certain medical conditions, an emotion can't physically harm you. It's not going to kill you, even though it feels like it. And emotions are the biggest drivers of our actions, which is why it's so important to sit with your emotions, especially when they are uncomfortable. Because emotions change and fluctuate so easily, we know that the emotion will subside just by thinking different thoughts. If we can't sit with uncomfortable emotions, then we're prone to acting out in ways that are harmful to ourselves and others. So anytime you're having an uncomfortable feeling, don't run from it. Embrace it and ask what it is trying to tell you. If you don't understand what you're feeling, how are you going to know how to respond properly? And if you fly off the handle at every minor challenge or lose your cool when things don't go your way, you're going to be easily derailed in life. The more you can sit with uncomfortable emotions, the better you'll be at handling difficult situations. And that's this week's episode. As always, be good to yourselves, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash stoiccoffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And lastly, if you know someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening.